In this episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast, we announced the winner of our first ever Name That Tune contest. Bill stumps me with a 70s R&B question, and we welcome our first ever in-studio listener guest in six years straight from the Great White North. You betcha. Welcome back to the Advanced Selling Podcast, the longest-running sales training podcast on the planet. Created exclusively for sales professionals to help you create your own sales success. I'm Bill Kasky. I'm Brian Neal. And there is your bell, Good timing. There is your That's bell. slick. We'll be your host for today's episode. You can check out the products page on our website, All In, Comprehensive Training Solution for Salespeople. I always see this audio, and I always think it says ADD, but it says audio. <laughs> and Advanced Selling Podcast Resource Toolkit, too. And, uh, of course, Brian, you are on the road. I am on yep. the road. We are on the road. The podcast yep. may be coming to you live this year or next. We're booking now for national sales meetings, trade shows, and other clever confabs. So if you're interested in us training your company live, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email, a listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com. We had a few episodes ago a song that we embedded into the oh, beginning, yeah. right? Yeah. And we got and we, and we said lots okay, of, yeah, lots of a lot of feedback, yeah, right? Yeah. People people sending Not feedback in, so. like we just had. No, no, no. no. <laughs> we just did have some feedback. <laughs> and I'm, yeah, call me Ozzy Osbourne now. I can't hear anything. <laughs> Our uh, fact checker Doug Drozen wasn't first. No, he wasn't. No, he no. wasn't. Sorry. Now, Doug, you keep your job. Doug keeps his job. Um, but, uh, well, I, I haven't asked to use his name, but Brian A. was the first one in. There was mm-hmm. a song called Convoy mm-hmm. by C.W. McCall. And then we had our good friend Mike D., who said as a former CB'er and current amateur radio operator who are called... Do you know what we call radio? Ham, hams. hams. Ham radio, yeah, right? Hams. I don't even know what hams stands for. My either. uncles are all hams. They all talk another thing. Yeah. So that was kind of fun. But, uh, but did, Doug, did we not know that we knew who it was? We knew who we it just was. Put it, was a it out there. Okay. Yeah, it was okay. a contest. And so he a, wins what? It was a prizeless contest. <laughs> That's what I'm getting to is that we didn't really have anything. So uh, okay. if anyone has any suggestions on what to give the person who was first in with the song Convoy, let us know and we'll consider that. <laughs> well, somebody emailed me and said, hey, the song that you played was technically not the real song. Maybe it was one of those guys. Oh, really? No, it was from some TV show or some oh. VH1 or something. So it technically wasn't exactly the song, but it wasn't all that much different from it. But. No, no, I thought it was very, very accurate. But I'm just really impressed with our people. So, Hey, one anyway. thing that we forgot to do here a couple of weeks ago, and I had to write it down to remember it. Uh, we were featured. Uh, I don't. Did we talk about the Inc.com thing? Uh, we did not, no. We were featured as one of the – the title of the article was 19 Podcasts Worth More Than an MBA. And uh, the, write, the author was Jeffrey James. He writes for Inc.com. And uh, we were one of the sales podcasts mentioned. So there was 19 of them. I don't know what the magic number of 19 was. Well, I think they weren't all sales podcasts. No, no. They, though they were yeah, marketing we were the and entrepreneur. Yeah. No, we were one of four oh, sales one of four? podcasts. Were yeah. we? Oh, but we were, we were the best. I was so excited. So uh, – <laughs> And it's really good. There's a lot of good podcasts on there. So go to um, Inc.com, search on 19 podcasts, or just put, uh, key that into Google and you'll find it. But uh, thanks to Jeffrey James for writing that. Yeah, it's very no- nice. Taking note of ours. And we both uh, posted on LinkedIn, I think, too. So if you're on a LinkedIn group, advancedsellingpodcast.com, LinkedIn, we're, uh, it's up there, too. So. We've got a, uh, a new sponsor, a new partner. Oh, we do, don't yeah. we? Yeah, Host Papa, H-O-S-T-P-A-P-A. Yep. Great people. I talked to them the other day. And, uh, you know, in the website world, the web world, it can be very confusing. And we have talked on the podcast a lot about how we believe that every person should have some variety of either a website or a blog or at least Everybody. a LinkedIn. And, and for those of you who are a little bit more advanced and want to create an online presence... Uh, we have a solution for you, and it's called Host Papa. There's three things you need to know about it. Number one, 
it really is the best web host for small businesses. It's mm-hmm. affordable pricing. Uh, if you need extra help, you can get training. So if you get in the middle of it and get confused, as we do, as I do, there's <laughs> always a way to have a 30-minute, like a one-to-one uh, training session with one of their experts. No other web host does that. And also, three ninety-five a month. And I'm not talking three hundred ninety-five. We're talking three dollars and ninety-five cents a month. Yeah, uh, they'll even throw in a domain name for free. So if you're a business owner, digital person, freelancer, sales professional, visit HostPapa H O S T P A P A dot com slash selling and uh, see what our friends at host papa have to offer they're fans of the podcast in fact the ceo of the company is a podcast listener oh i love that and, uh, thank you for listening so thank you for being a sponsor they're offering our listeners at the podcast an exclusive 15 percent off new shared hosting account so just enter the code selling at checkout for a 15 percent discount hostpapa.com that's uh cheaper than a grande oh. macchiato with two pumps and uh, some drizz on it right that's one day for me i mean seriously that's easy that's peasy Duh. All right. We have a special uh, a listener guest in we the do. studio today. And uh, let me give you about 20 minutes of background. It's Listener Appreciation Day at the Advanced Selling Podcast, isn't it? Welcome to Paul Creighton. Yay. Why don't you snuggle up to the microphone there and say hi, <laughs> Paul Creighton. Hello. Hi. And you can't hear it, but he's from Canada. He is from uh, the Niagara area near Toronto. And uh, Paul has been a listener for how many years? Right since the beginning, six years at least. <laughs> he listens he for even sure because he knows. Even knows the humor. Bill knows the about humor. about two thousand and nine, I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's about right. So seven, eight years. Uh, and so we <laughs> <Or six. laughs> and we were trying to pull up uh, a package that we did. Paul asked a question. It was a couple yeah. of years ago, probably. Mm-hmm. He asked a question, and instead of just answering it, we actually did a, an audio package on it, and we can't find it anywhere. So, But that the point is that we made fun of you just like other people make fun of us. <laughs> <laughs> but we're glad to have you here today. and so uh, It's really well, a lot of fun to be here. It's uh, sort of a new segment or a new portion. You could have a groupie of the week portion. We could, you're couldn't it, we? Yeah. You're it for, yeah. Kind of like the Brady Bench episode when Marsha was trying to get in to see Davy Jones. That's Remember that one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, for the yeah. Old, that's for the old guard. Yeah, the millennials won't get that, but Google it. Davy oh, Jones, Davey Brady Jones. Bunch episode. So uh, you started listening. How do you listen? I mean, uh, I know through your ears, but do you, <laughs> like, when you're, tra- you obviously travel a lot. Is that usually your choice media uh, in the I, car? I download podcasts all the time. I listen to others, um, hours and hours, usually while I'm driving. Yeah, right. Usually okay. while I'm driving at, at work, sometimes at home, sometimes on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, there's two types of podcasts. There are, the, to me, a couple that I listen to every week. Maybe probably three that I listen what to are every they? week. We'd love to hear them. Uh, <laughs> this pressure. one. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's good. The, the, this <laughs> good podcast. Answer. You can so stay. When I when I first started listening to podcasts, which which was a long <laughs> time ago, it was more than six years. <laughs> yeah. I listened to the Advanced Selling Podcast every week. Thank you. Twice, mm-hmm. and I listened to um, a couple of Five by Fives podcasts. Uh, mm-hmm. the, uh, Dan Benjamin's. Um, uh, podcast called Back to Work, Dan Benjamin and Merlin Mann, uh-huh. which uh, okay. was was so funny. I just had to keep listening to oh, it, cool. even when That's the good. even when the content started to change, which it, which it has. And uh, a thing called On Taking Pictures that they do as well about Are photography. You a photographer, so okay. yeah, kind of an amateur yeah. photographer. No, not, I'm not, not a photographer. I'm a podcast photographer, yeah. podcast listener. That's right. As a as a <laughs> photography goes, I'm a good salesperson. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Good. See. 
You know, I was thinking when I asked him and put him on the spot there about what other podcasts. I was at the uh, concert the other night, the Four Tops and the Temptations. Oh, yeah. And I'm a big 70s music guy. Yes. And I was really into soul music, Al Green, stylistic yeah. spinners, and all those guys back in the 70s. And, of course, there's only one member of each group that is still alive. Right, right. <laughs> but it allows them to call themselves the Four the, Tops and right. Temptations. Four Tops, eh, not so the good. The One Top. Temptations were good. The Temptation. Yeah. The temptation. <laughs> Ladies yeah, and gentlemen, The Temptation. <laughs> And when you lose the lead singer, which both of them did, they just don't sound the same. No, they don't. But um, we had a group of 10 people at one of the tables. It's an outdoor venue. And uh, a lot of people our age, 60 years old, and they're all excited. Oh, I can't wait, can't wait. I said, okay, let's go around the table here. And I didn't know what I was, I didn't know I was setting myself up for embarrassment. But let's go around the table. Tell me your favorite Four Tops song. Oh. And not one person could either name a, a song of either group. I need some time. And well, yeah, that's not your era, really. But these people yeah, were all that, in though. their late fifties, sixties, yeah. and uh, and so then I, my wife said, "Oh, that's not that wasn't very nice." So the next time <laughs> I saw somebody out in the crowd, I said, "What is your favorite four top?" And they could answer it. So I stopped asking. <sighs> Do you know any four top songs? Hmm. All I can think of is is a Temptation song. Okay, and, what and is I can't that? get it out of my head. So if I say it, then I'll then I might have mental space for the rest. Papa was a Rolling Stone. Oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good one. I can remember yeah. as a kid listening to that with the transistor radio. That was a great. Against that was my ear. great beat. Yeah. 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 My girl. My girl. Yep. Um. There you go. Just my Four imagination. Tops. Just my imagination. Yeah, that's good. Four tops. Don't tell Four me. Four tops a little tougher because they didn't have as many, but they had six or seven top. Uh, Ain't no woman like the one. Ain't I got. no woman like the one I got. Dance four times. Remember that? That was late. When she was my lady, or when, when she was my girl. Oh, she's <laughs> oh, coming up yeah, with. Oh, she's got the discography here. Oh, that's here. good, baby. I need your loving. Baby, baby I need your loving. That's a good one. Love. Bernadette. Remember Bernadette? Yeah. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, she was a great chick. Sugar pie, yeah. honey bunch. Yeah. Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah. That I was the number one, I think. Myself. Anyway, so the point is, when I ask you that question, that kind of put me back last weekend when I was asking these people what their favorite songs were and they looked at me like I was an idiot which I probably was <laughs> so you now are with a new company and to keep uh, keep it rolling here we want to hear a little bit about that and then if you have any challenges that you're facing or you think you might face in this new position then maybe okay. we can do a little just a hot seat and yeah. talk a little bit about some solutions sure we like. yeah I don't know about problems or challenges yet because I'm, I'm in the first uh, 30 days of a new position but I've sold robots and factory automation systems for Two, more years than I want to count. Yeah. And I, um, we were provided with a lead about uh, six months ago by a company for uh, the integration of laser marking equipment, high-power laser marking equipment on some car parts that mm. were being made in a factory not far, not far from here. Okay. And, um, and, we, and I worked together with the president of this small company on visiting the customer, you know, the whole sales cycle. Mm. And as we were going through the process, um, he started asking me questions. There were there are two partners, uh, both with a very strong engineering background in lasers, uh, which I definitely don't have. And um, it was kind of interesting talking to these guys. I have um, a daughter the age of the president of the company. <laughs> okay. And um, he started asking my opinion about different sales issues. And I started answering the questions, and he was actually interested. You know, and uh -huh. I think as a salesperson... So you didn't work for him at the time. You were with another company who right. was working with that. Right. Okay. We would have... Okay. Well, uh, we were in the process of supplying a system or quoting a system that would include, oh, would would include okay. their equipment. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, they yeah. brought the lead to us. Gotcha. So we, yep. so we were traveling, yep. and we'd, we'd been talking about uh, sales issues, and they were just starting their company, and they're, mm -hmm. they're technologists. You know, they, yeah. they very freely say they're, they're learning now about sales. Mm -hmm. And so huh. for me to show up with my experience get asked questions. I guess I saw that um, 
um, I had I had value to add. Yeah. Which is to me, that's what about the work. That's what the workplace is about for me. Yep. If there's yep. a place I can plug in and add value, uh, that's when my bells go off. You know, good. that's what I want to do. So I've been with them about a month now and uh, learning about the technology. So did they hire you on the spot right in front of the customer? Yeah. Well, <laughs> or did they let you get outside to the donut? Well, shop? they made him take his resume out and they interviewed him in front of the customer. That's right. You yeah, can leave right? it just like that. No, it wasn't quite that way. Um, <laughs> Close. I, they. Uh, Xavier, the president, asked me a couple of times. Um, uh, you know, I'd really like to hire a sales guy. Uh, you know, like know any good ones? <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah, that's right. Too easy. Yeah. Do you know yeah. any sales consultants? You know any good podcasts? Right. Great. <laughs> and and um, I said I said no a couple of times because I had another project I was working on yeah. and and thought about it and and just thought it was a good fit and. Um, you know, been doing it for about a month, and every day I feel like I'm adding some value. So. Yeah, good. It's really, so really good. Good. To, good. Good, to, good to be doing it. So, so you said no three times, and you knew it was over then. That's right. They just kept that's coming right. at you. They did. Yeah. These people who don't know anything about sales are pretty good, aren't they? <laughs> that's they that's right. Pulled yeah. you right in. They just uh-huh. keep asking. Oh, sorry. They do. Well, so what, what, uh, so how long in your career have you been selling? Since 1982. Case. Perfect. I don't want to do the math. That's perfect. Yeah. So that's 1982. So that's about 34 years or so. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Exactly. <laughs> I'm doing my own math. I think it's phenomenal that in all those years of selling, you still listen to podcasts to try to better yourself. So what is it about, what, whether it's reading a book or watching a video podcast about you that makes you want to improve yourself that, that maybe other people don't? Or is there anything you can learn to say, because you could argue that you know what the heck you're doing, yeah, right? Yeah. And so what is it that keeps you coming back for more? Um, I, th- I think it's just the if, – if you're not moving forward, you're going backwards. Okay. You know, you, you have a choice between those two. Yeah. And I'm, I know by nature I'm a curious person. Um, that's – in fact, I, I think really when I first started listening to this podcast – um, it was, there were a lot of things that really made sense to me that I hadn't heard in other places. When, I, when Bill started talking about uh, the best salespeople, not necessarily being outgoing, but being curious people, yeah. I thought, yeah, that's what I've seen. That's yes. the way it feels like to me. Yes. So, so new information um, to add to what I know, to use. Sometimes it refreshes something, you know, something I've stopped doing, yeah, that's that good. kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. Good, good. I think that's always interesting to think because we know, obviously, the people that show up to listen to the podcast, they've already got part of their DNA is wired to make themselves better. Mm-hmm. And yet, they're, everyone's at a different stage. Mm-hmm. So you're getting, you're hearing the same episode. You may be, you just said something interesting to me, something that just, something you forgot about or something you've not tended to in mm-hmm. a while. Or someone who's 24 might be listening and hearing something brand new that they've never, ever mm-hmm. heard before. And I think that's important for people to have that kind of uh, mindful awareness. Yeah. Right. Of yeah. what, what am I right. getting from this, and why, and how am I digesting, it? and then how am I using it? Right. Brian, when it when I started selling, I didn't feel like a salesperson. You know, yeah. I, I my idea of sales was a guy in a plaid jacket trying to sell me a car. Right. And uh, not there's anything wrong with either of those. Right. But that was my image, and I didn't want to be that kind of person. Yeah. But the fellow that I was working for said to me, uh, "Take a look around you. Look at the other salespeople that you do see now that you're in now that you're in business, and ask yourself." If you work on improving yourself every day, how long will it be until you pass them? Yeah. And I started thinking about it that way. Yeah. And it and it got easier. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Good. Well, tell us about your new position and and just uh, give us a sense of what you think you'll be up against in terms of marketing and selling and let's see if we can uh, add some value for our listeners. I like it. Sure. The the company is focusing on on laser technology for one specific marketplace. Uh, we want to we want to do uh, laser marking on diecast components in structural. That's car your components. expert right there. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, I'll digress because another fellow Canadian, Mike Myers, 
who does a brilliant character called Dr. Evil in mm-hmm. Austin Powers, and he talks about the laser, and he does <laughs> he the air does, quotes. He so does, as yeah. we talk the in the podcast, Canadians, can we yeah. say laser, laser. Sure. <laughs> that way? Yeah, but anyway, exactly, exactly that way. Um, so so um, the challenge for the company, uh, they're, they're technical guys. There are about a dozen of us now. I think there are three of us who aren't engineers. Yeah. Uh, the challenge is, of all the things you can do with a laser, what do you decide we're going to market, sell, yeah. package, yeah. Yeah. all of that kind of thing? They've They've focused that. They've, they've pulled that together over the last three years. Now it's just the the physical sales work of get, guess what in the internet age getting people's attention. Yeah, you know yeah. that's that's probably the 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 work right now is. So to what's the plan there? For, to, just for aim getting, the laser right at people. Yeah. Get your attention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, uh, a couple of things. We have a, a very strong referral source. Yeah. Uh, one individual who's who's well entrenched in the industry. Good. Yeah. Um, I've learned prior to this that. Um, an inbound lead is worth about five times what an outbound um, mm-hmm. oh, approach that's is. Great. That's really and, good. And so we're so we're focusing on that's the word I keep using. We're focusing on trying to find ways to generate more of that inbound traffic. Good. Uh, good. Trade shows is going to be another one for us. That this particular industry has a number of small targeted trade shows that that we know will generate leads for us. Mm-hmm. Besides that, um, beginning to develop, you know, I'm developing presentation materials, all, all the, um, uh, you know, the 100th PowerPoint that you might actually want to see, <laughs> mm-hmm. that kind of thing, and, and what you might do instead, different ways to get, to get in front of people. And um, it's more a case of trying to learn how, how to help people do business better every day. Yeah. You know, I, my, my, uh, my statement most of the time when I meet a customer for the first time, and it's because of you guys I, I do this, so maybe you're to blame for it. I don't know. But, <laughs> but um, my, my approach is to say, hey, I'm, I'm here to help you do business better. If, I don't, if I'm not able to do that, then I don't have any business being here. Yeah. You know, so we so let's yeah. let's sort that out early. Yeah. In a non-confrontational way, but let's yeah. sort it out early. Have is there some value that can be added here? If it is, great. We'll we'll talk more about it. If there isn't, it, it's been nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's really impressive good. what you're doing here. So how will you use that expert positioning and educational content? How will you use that to make the phone ring to create inbound leads? Do you have a plan for that? No. Okay. <laughs> um, but, uh, to be fair, we're we're developing it right now. Okay. So um because what you described was, I'm I'm getting better at presentations, and yes. I always think, well, that's three that's three steps down the road. Yeah, the question more, is, how do you more make the phone ring? Them. It's more writing them, and it's and yeah. there is right now, Bill. In the, in the first month, I'm thinking a lot about what these traceability needs are. Yeah, who really needs them? Um, the I think we're going to have more success approaching the car companies. Uh, as much success approaching the, the car companies as we do the car parts makers, mm-hmm. because they're the people pulling this through. The, oh, the yeah. marketplace, yep. but um, when I say what you know, what, what's my approach? I think um, a lot of it. What the, what the company's done so far is we've provided samples to people, you know, mm. I, um, uh, of different types of laser marks that are there. It's pretty cool to watch mm-hmm. uh, when you watch somebody put a, a four by four um, laser mark on a big aluminum ingot, or um, uh, they call it a sow. That's pretty cool to watch the the actual process. It gets people's attention. It gets them thinking about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But but I'm looking for people who have that traceability need. There yeah. are lots of people who die cast parts who don't have that need. Yeah, okay. interesting. So in the 35 years you've been listening to the podcast <laughs> since you were 12, <laughs> I bet you were popular as a, as a middle middle school listening to the Advanced Selling Podcast. Uh, is there one concept that has maybe 
caused you to struggle a little bit or not quite, not quite believing in, not quite connected to that we can help you with? When I listen in the car, I argue with you usually. Mm. And in the beginning, it, <laughs> in the beginning, it was about abundance. Um, uh, the, the recession was on and I felt like I had sales skills. I felt like I had stuff to offer in the marketplace. I wasn't working in the job I really wanted to be in. Mm. And um, I would go to my friends and say, um, you know, I, don't, I really don't understand what's going on. I've, I've got everything I need, I think. I just need an opportunity, and I can't find an opportunity. Mm. And I was walking around every day saying to myself, I can't find an opportunity. There are no, there are no opportunities out there. Mm-hmm. And I would give people examples. One ad's in the newspaper. They're not there. Right. On the Internet, they're not there. And so when you said um, there's an abundance out there, that wasn't my experience. Right. I think my answer today would be different, but, uh, but that was the problem, and that's still the struggle from day to day sometimes mm-hmm. yes. for me. Yeah. That's a long question. Well, so that. you're, yeah, okay. Why don't we... What, would, what would you say to somebody who said, yeah. I just don't think, I, you know, I, I think I, I have got, the tools, I just don't have an I got opportunity. An answer, yeah, I've got a lot of clients that feel that way. And the answer I give to them short order is abundance is a feeling, it's not a number, right? And you're going to get what you dwell on. So if you dwell on the times when there's not enough, you're going to continue to get not enough. And if you dwell on the fact, it's a, it's a uh, you know old proverbial story, but when the there's a deserted island with 20,000 people that we discover, we've never seen it before, and they send the Reebok guy down there, and the Reebok guy <laughs> says, send a helicopter back. These people don't wear shoes. And the Nike guy shows up and says, holy cow, send 20,000 pair mm-hmm. of shoes. It's just a perspective change, right? And you just see it either way. Um, we use the example when the, when the housing crash happened in the United States and all the houses were um, going bankrupt in California. Some guy put a bus together and started serving champagne on the bus for the bankruptcy tour. He's a realtor. So he made a gazillion dollars in that because he saw it a different way than other people mm-hmm. did. So I think it's more of a feeling than a number, and it's what you dwell on and what you choose to see in what's around you. That's mm-hmm. always my answer. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah, I would probably take a slightly different approach and because uh, I know how hard it is to get people to dwell on something that every every ounce of their energy is going, it goes against the experience. Mm. So I can dwell on abundance, but but I think the abundance, you have to look at what is there an abundance of. And in your world, there might, and back then, there may not have been an abundance of, of luxury cash, cash to spend on things, but there was an abundance of pain. There's always an abundance of pain. There's always an abundance of business issues, especially during recessions. Everybody wants their business to be better. We had great years during the recession because everybody said, well, we've let go of all these people. Now we need to make the people that are left really good. So I think, as Brian said, you have to change your perspective. And the perspective I would suggest we all change is always be focused on the problems that your market has. And there's never-ending problems. Mm Never-ending problems. Now, how you package your... Solution may be different. Maybe it's you come down instead of an offering a thirty thousand dollars solution, you offer it then. But there's still going to be a, a plethora of problems. So that's what I would. I think that's what I would focus on. I like. Yeah, me like yeah. That was fun. Yeah, it's good. Listener Paul, appreciation for day. Appreciate it. All the way down from Toronto ish. Mm-hmm. Did you Toronto-ish. make the trip just for us? Of course. No, okay. I was here on other business. <laughs> oh, shit. okay. That's really good. Hey, if you're going to be in the Indianapolis area and you'd like to be a guest on today's show, <laughs> yeah. just send a selfless draft stamp below to podcast. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> anyway, that does it for today's episode. If you've not downloaded a copy of the Ultimate Pregame Audio Program, go do that right now, ultimatepregame.com to find it. And we're out and about. If you want us to come to your sales meeting, sales association thing, whatever it is, we'll be happy to talk to you about that. Just send us an email, listener at advancedlangpodcast.com to get the conversation started. And I mentioned earlier, go to our LinkedIn group, about 7,000 people there talking, advancedlangpodcast.com slash LinkedIn. That's it. We'll see you next time in the latest episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast. Bye.